we had an inner office memo that day on the policy concerning the use of office supplies. <laughs> and we were going to have a meeting. And I told my wife, I said, whatever I got to do. I'm done. I am you know, done with corporate America. Hi, I'm Todd Farmer. And I'm Sam Wright. And this is What Should You Ask? Today, we're talking about starting a new career. Todd, you've changed jobs. You changed uh, total total careers from finance to the legal field. What motivated that change? Well, I started off in accounting. Then I went into the law. Then I left the law and went into the restaurant business and owned some restaurants for a while. But as uh Michael Corleone always said, the further I get away, it just keeps sucking me back in, you know. So now I'm back in the law. <laughs> and uh, variety, I've just always like a new challenge. So have you had a radical career change? Um, when I started or when I graduated from college, I actually did marketing work for Lexmark, which sure sells printers for yes. IBM. The old, it was an IBM printer spinoff, right? And so I did marketing work for Lexmark and I worked for about 18 months and realized that I, I needed something that was a little more challenging to me. Marketing can be really difficult, but I needed something that that had a little more critical thinking. And so that's when I decided to go to law school. I, I decided about what I was going to do with the rest of my life at a much younger age, Todd. I was 15 years old and the listeners know about my first job at Kroger. One of my friend's parents had this huge pool. It was July 4th. They had an annual 4th of July party and I had to work. And I had to bag groceries. The middle of 4th of July was a beautiful sunny day. And I remember on the Kroger music, was it Jody Messina that sang Independence, Independence Day? day. <laughs> yes. So that's, that's Martina McBride, Sorry. actually. Mar- Martina Mc- <laughs> the Martina McBride Independence Day song came on. And it's like I had my own, my little epiphany right down there at the end of the conveyor belt that by God, I was not going to work on the 4th of July if I didn't have to. Yeah. So as we get older and we tell these stories about how hard we had it when we were kids, <laughs> Sam will be able to tell Henry and Harrison, do you know one time I had to bag groceries when all my friends got to go to the pool? In the air conditioning, right? <laughs> it was fortuitous when Sam and I got together, but really the story behind that was my partners at the time both got appointed to the federal bench within about 30 days of each other, and which is really unusual. And I knew I didn't want to join a big firm because I don't play well with others. And I knew I didn't want to be by myself. So I actually sought Sam out. And one of the reasons I sought him out was to leave an established job to go out and start on his own. And to me, I did that, and I had enough nerve to do that. So I wanted someone who was confident enough in their own ability to just go out and hang a shingle up. Today on What Should You Ask, we have Paducah City Mayor George Bray visiting with us. He made a significant job change in the last few years by transitioning from the private sector to government service. He'll be answering questions regarding changing jobs or even careers. We'll cover these topics and even more, so make sure you stick around for What Should You Ask. Bankruptcy is a nightmare to go through. What should you ask? 
Well, that's why Farmer and Wright are a sponsor of What Should You Ask? Because that's one of the toughest questions you'll face. How do you answer those credit calls? What do you do when you're faced with innumerable bills and debt collectors breathing down your neck? Farmer and Wright can help answer those questions. If you're listening to their What Should You Ask podcast, you've heard a lot of great advice already, but it may be time to get them involved in your case. Get a fresh start and find out what you should ask at FarmerWrite, that's right with a W, dot com. Welcome back. I'm Sam Wright. Uh, and so I'm going to be rolling with this one solo. Todd had to address other issues during this, these next few segments. So today we've got Mayor George Bray, the mayor of Paducah, Kentucky. We're talking today, interestingly, we're, we're going to touch a little bit on your work as the mayor, but we're really talking about career changes. And you've had a pretty successful business career before you became mayor, right? I think so. <laughs> I spent uh, 42 years in uh, pharmaceutical distribution, and uh, that was my life's work. I followed in my uh, grandfather and father's footsteps uh, and have a couple daughters who've done the same thing. Are your daughters in the same industry? Uh, same company, same industry. I didn't know right. that. Yep. Okay, that's good to know. Good for them. Um, and so you've grown up in Paducah, right? But I think you've lived all over. Yeah, I was born and raised here and uh, went to St. Mary High School, uh, got my undergraduate degree at Indiana University, uh, really spent uh, most of my career here until the early 2000s. And uh, I moved to Columbus, Ohio. Okay. Uh, and spent uh, 10 years up there. So you've also traveled internationally. I think you've taught and led in, in different parts of the, the world. Well, I uh, late in my career at Amerisource Bergen, I, uh, I got into uh, international travel uh, in, in global health. And uh, actually, today I still um, am am consulting in that in oh, that okay. industry as well. Right? That's great. So, what made you decide to shift from private sector work into a public position, into the public position you're in now? Well, it's um, I, th I think um, I think one of the things that you learn as you get older, you learn. Uh, what you're good at and yeah. uh, what you're not so good at. You know, I just kind of followed my instincts a little bit. I got into work at the airport, was elected chairman of the uh, Barclay Regional Airport Board of Directors, and uh, did that for a couple of years. We had some success in raising money for a new airport terminal, mm -hmm. uh, the first in 65 years here. And uh, so through that process, got uh, a little uh, publicity, and uh, people seemed to think that I had uh, good leadership uh, skills, and and so I had a couple people come to me and say, you know, we think you'd uh, you think you might do a, a good job at this. Uh, would you consider it? And the stars aligned, and uh, it was a good time for me in my career and my life, and so I decided to do it. That's great. So for somebody who's going through a life change, like a career change, you had a significant change from being in the private sector, full-time work to the public sector. It's probably still, I bet you make it full-time knowing you, George. So how did you embrace that change? Well, I think, um, you know, as you, uh, you, you pick up skills in life and you pick up relationships, you pick up skills and you learn things from your experiences in life. And regardless, if you change careers, those experiences don't go away. Those, uh, those skills that you learned, uh, whether they be interpersonal skills, the way you relate to people, mm -hmm. uh, the way you network, 
Um, you know, those are the, the soft skills are the things that really carry you through uh, a life and a career. Right. Uh, the other things you learn about a career, a, a job change, a career change is the technical part of it is is something that takes it's going to take time to learn that. Right. Uh, I always tell people when they when they change jobs, even within the same industry, it takes them a year. So you change careers. It's going to take you a year or two uh, to really begin to fully understand the industry mm-hmm. and the career change. But all of those soft skills that you've learned, they all transfer. When you talk about skill set, what do you mean? There's a couple of ways to to think about. First of all, uh, I'll I'll take aptitude. Uh, you know, I wasn't I wasn't great in math in high school. Uh, I did okay, but I wasn't great at it. Um, and so I would never want to be a, an accountant mm-hmm. or a finance person. So everybody has a general aptitude on certain things. I couldn't take apart an engine and rebuild it, but some people can do it from the age of 10. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, there's, you know, you have to rely on your aptitude. The skill sets are a little different. Those are the things that you develop from life experiences. So a skill set that you have today at age 40 uh, is certainly a lot different than what you had at age 20. Right. But you have to, you have to look back and you have to think, you have to, you have to consider where did I excel? Where did I do really well and where did I kind of, you know, not do so well or fail? And uh, that's what's what I mean by skill sets. What was the biggest challenge that you had when you switched switched careers? What was the biggest uh, hurdle? I think it was just the learning curve. And again, I go back, I said this previously, but you go into a job and most people go into a new job and they they expect uh, to to learn quickly, mm-hmm. and I think I think the human the human mind really uh, it just takes time. It, yeah. You know, there's only so much information you can absorb. Uh, there's only so many relationships that you can develop. Uh, there's only so many things that you can understand how or why things happen behind the scenes that you really didn't understand. Right. And you just have to experience those things over time in order to understand uh, and understand your new role. Gotcha. Let me ask you this. Have you ever made a career change or even maybe different divisions or different type of work where you thought, uh-oh, this is not what I had envisioned that it was going to be? And how did you either about face or how did you fit into that role? Well, that's a good question. So, uh, probably thirty years ago, I had um, uh, I I actually ended up uh, for a short period of time running the chamber of commerce here. I didn't know uh, that. Huh. Yeah, not, not a lot of people do. It was about a six month gig. Okay, and had a great time. Learned a lot. Yep. Made a lot of great relationships. The board uh, felt like I did a really good job at the time, mm-hmm. but it was not the kind of work that I really wanted to do at that point in yeah. my life. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to be in the private sector. Uh, that's that's really the public sector. Yeah. And so I just wasn't ready for public sector work at that time. Gotcha. So when we're talking about changing careers or changing, you know, maybe a job that you have within a company. Have you ever had coworkers or employees who didn't handle the change positively or maybe had issues with the change? And what did you do to either, you know, coach them through or deal with it? 
Well, one of the, you know, I mentioned my, you know, people's skill sets. And one of the skill sets that I developed uh, over time was the ability to mentor others. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, as you, um, as you accumulate life experiences, you can always draw back on a life experience and bring that forward and, and relate to somebody and, and tell them how you experienced something to help them uh, along in their careers. So I've done a lot of coaching, a lot of mentoring. Uh, It's really, uh, I actually became a certified executive coach um, late in my career in pharmaceutical distribution. So I coached uh, people, executives, and, uh, you know, younger folks in our organization. So I think when people hit hit a wall, um, I I think oftentimes they need somebody to talk to. And they need somebody that cares. Right. And they need somebody that will sit down and spend time with them and get their perspective and their insight on what they're experiencing uh, and then provide them some uh, gentle guidance mm-hmm. uh, in one direction or another. Gentle not, guidance. I like those words. <laughs> not not everybody really, uh, you know, wants to take the time to do that. Uh, yeah. Is is their personality is not such, and it just happened to be one of one of the things that that I became pretty good at, and uh, so I I really enjoyed it. That's good. That's good. That's a good. It's a good skill set to have too. Good skill set. So we're going to take a short break. When we come back, Mayor George Bray is going to be answering questions on how to decide when to make a change and how to successfully make the change in your career. This is what should you ask. What Should You Ask is more than just the name of a podcast. It's something you should say to yourself whenever you need legal advice. The attorneys at Farmer and Wright can tell you exactly what you should ask. With over 55 years of combined legal experience, they can guide you through the legal nightmares you can face following an accident. Questioning the other driver and their insurance and how to financially recover from an accident? Farmer and Wright know the answers and can get you results. Visit Farmer Wright. That's right with a W dot com to get a free copy of their book, Finding Help When You Are Injured. Farmer and Wright, helping you know, what should you ask? Welcome back. I'm Sam Wright. Thanks for joining us on What Should You Ask? Today we have Paducah City Mayor George Bray. We're talking about a change of career. Mayor Bray was in the private sector for many years and he's now moved to the public sector. So, uh, Mayor, when you first started as mayor, you came out with a list of 12 priorities that you're focused on. When somebody is starting a new job or a new career, um, what can they do in the first few months which can really make them stand out? Like, how do you hit the ground running? Because you, had, I can personally say, with respect to the city of Paducah, you were sprinting when you started, which was a good thing. Well, thank you for the compliment. But uh, I think, depending on where you are in your career, I think some things that that people always notice is... Uh, People uh, going above and beyond, people um, uh, doing things without asking to have things done, your ability to get along with your your coworkers, your ability to be a team player. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are things that that readily stand out uh, in new roles because the fact of the matter is bosses, supervisors, managers, they all sit back and they talk, you know, so how's How's George doing? Uh-huh, uh-huh. How's Ben doing? How's Bob doing? And uh, and those who interact with them uh, are always going to have an opinion. He's doing great. Right. Uh, you know, last week he did this, or you know, I never, you know, I never hear from him. 
So I think um, the, I hate to use the word politics, but the the, the personal brand that you have mm-hmm. as a person and as a manager uh, or as a as an employee in an organization is something that is your responsibility to manage. And the way you manage that is by the way you interact with your teammates, uh, the way you interact with your boss, right. and the way that uh, the, the opinion that other people have of you. At our law office, uh, one of the things we say is your number one ability is availability, right? And so, you know, a lot of times we've got staff members who, if they can just be available, it really helps. Like if you can just be available to where I can give you a project, um, it uh, it goes miles. What should folks not do in the first few months of a career change? Well, I think, you know, be absent. You should not be absent from conversations. You not you should not be absent from uh from taking action, you also should not be abs- absent from asking questions. Mm-hmm. I think uh, one of the things that asking questions show, a lot of people are really intimidated by asking questions, especially in a new role, because there's a lot more that you won't know than you do know. Right. And uh, you have to be uh, you have to be thoughtful about the way you ask questions, but always ask questions. Always want to to understand the the context and the background about why things are being done, and that helps uh, that helps people so much in getting things done. When we talk about a new career change, when we talk about how to stand out, we think about things like goal setting. Um, as far as goal setting, what's your best approach on goal setting and accomplishing goals in general? That may be a tough question. Well, I think. Uh, you know, those are things that, again, again, you develop over time, but I'm a goal-oriented person. You know, there people have different goals in life. They want to make X amount of money. Mm-hmm. They want to retire at a certain age. They want to get to this point in life by the time they're 40, by the time they're 50. Um, personally, I think goal setting, is, as long as you manage it, is a good thing. Uh, we're not always in control of our careers, and we're right. not always in control of everything that happens, and and my goals in life were I uh, I've really accomplished, you know, almost every single goal that I set out for myself, but I did it late. Never accomplished it when I thought I was going to accomplish it, <laughs> right. and right. it's uh, it was a hard lesson to learn. You know, it was as always five years later, ten years later. Um, so I think you have to. You know, the thing you have to do more than anything, you just have to get up every day. You have to put one foot in front of the other. Uh, you have to have faith that things are going to work out. Right. And you got to engage and you got to keep you got to keep going. Uh, you can't give persistence, up. right? Persistence is critical. I tell my success. kids that persistence pays. Persistence pays. So as far as specifically making a change, some, let's say somebody's in the medical field, they want to switch to the business world or they've been in sales and they want to transition to the financial industry. Um, how do you first decide what's going to be a good fit to transition to? Well, I, th- I think a lot of it has to do with your skill set. Okay. Uh, I mean, you mentioned it's like the foundation. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned somebody changing from sales to, to finance. Yeah. You know, I haven't seen that work very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and vice versa. But sometimes it can. 
You know, so I think you have to you have to understand your your own aptitude, mm-hmm. you know, and what um, and you, a lot of times you can fall back on to, you know, sort of some of the things you did in high school, some of the things you excelled at in college. Right. And so you can look back on that and you, you say, uh, you know, hey, I'm interested in that job out there. And you just got to you got to think about whether or not. Number one, you have the skill sets or aptitude, and number two, whether or not you have the life experiences in order to make that change. And then most importantly, can you sell yourself into that role? Right. And so the reality is sometimes those transitions that may not be a good fit. I mean, it may not be. If you don't have the right skill set, you're going to be transitioning into something that's just not going to work out. I think it's always good to check in with your friends and your family. Don't ever be scared to get advice from others. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you have to take it, but by talking to different people, you know, what do you think about this? I mean, they may say, tell you something that you don't want to hear, but at the same time... <laughs> I laugh, it sounds like my house, right? <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, it's... um. It's a it's a it's a gigabyte of information, yeah. you know, for you to to understand, you know, and and consider as you make these changes. Let me ask you this, Mayor, and, and I hear this a lot of times because we meet with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people each year in our consumer bankruptcy practice and and in the other practice areas that we have in our law office. What about going back to school? You know, I, there's I, for example, I'll have a nurse who's got a great job at the hospital and the nurse wants to go online and do this online college stuff to go back to school for a career change. What are your thoughts about that? Well, I'm a, I'm a big believer in lifelong learning and uh, learning comes in a lot of different ways. Uh, I went back to school and got my master's in business uh, in my mid fifties. Uh, my wife is in her mid fifties and she's back in school right now. Um, trying to complete a business degree. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, the essence of life is lifelong learning. Mm -hmm. And now, uh, again, it goes back to the same, the same issues. Do you have the basic skill sets and background in order to change careers? Right. But additional education, if planned thoughtfully, uh, can really be a um, a platform to launch something new. Sometimes I see people use school as a shield to kind of hide under. Uh, so that's not a, a thoughtful approach to a change, right? You know, I think at the end of the day, all of us need to be uh, productive citizens, productive members of society. You know, we need to earn our way out there. Mm-hmm. And um, and so at some point in time, you got to get out of the school mode <laughs> and you got to go out and make a living. You got to go out and make things happen for you, your family, and, um, and try to accomplish something in life. So here's my last question, Mayor. So if you, what if you make a job change and you realize this isn't for me? What's the best way to approach it? So like, let's say, your work in the business community when you had uh, subordinates come to you and say, you know, this just didn't it. How do you handle that? Well, you know, I've seen that a lot, actually. I mean, a fair amount in my career, you know, where people, and you know, they change jobs, they leave a company. I've seen lots of people stay gone for six months and come back. And they realized that they wanted to reach out, but it just wasn't the right thing. And right. I think if you are put in a role that you really don't think is you. I think you I think you've got to go to somebody and you just got to talk through it. Yeah. You don't want to torpedo your career, 
you know, based upon it. But I think, you know, in my experience in the private sector is that supervisors, managers, bosses, um, they have to know what people are thinking. Yes. And so you can't be scared to go to somebody and and fear for your job because I really don't like what I'm doing Yeah. because perhaps uh, it's, it's perhaps there's something they can do to help you mm-hmm. to get more comfortable in the role, or perhaps, uh, you know, it's more pronounced. Uh, there's another role that they can put you in. Right. Uh, so I think communication is, is really important always. Absolutely. What I, what I have found, I would much rather a team member tell me, I don't think this is a good fit versus going on for nine, 12, 18 months. You know, and you invest all that time in, the, in them doing one one job and they say, this is just not for me. I'd rather know sooner. Or even worse, you know, they don't tell you and they leave. Yes. And, you know, they, they're not comfortable in the role. And uh, uh, that's why it's always important for, um, for people to be sitting down and communicating. Absolutely. That's a good tip. Thank you, Mayor George Bray, for visiting with us today about career changes. We'll be providing Mayor Bray's social media links for you to be able to follow him and see what's going on in his new career as the mayor of the city of Paducah. And thanks for listening. If you like what you've heard, make sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to where you listen to podcasts. If you loved what you heard, then leave us a review where you listen and tell anybody that we're at whatshouldyouask.live. And we'll see you next Wednesday. Every Wednesday, we ask, what should you ask about life topics? So make sure you come back to hear about what we're asking. What Should You Ask is hosted by Todd Farmer and Sam Wright. The producer is Jennifer Caldwell. Visit whatshouldyouask.live to download additional episodes, suggest a future topic, or get a free book from the host. The information provided on this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered as legal advice on any subject matter. You should not act or refrain from acting based on any content mentioned without seeking legal or other professional advice in your area. The hosts, guests, and sponsors remove themselves from all liability for actions you take or fail to take based on any content in this broadcast.